Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 Tell your chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey guys, it's Riley here with Rule of Two, and you know what? It's time to turn it up with your new favorite podcast, Expeditiously with T.I., here on Podcast One. Join the rapper, entrepreneur, family man, and activist as he bridges the gap and sheds light on important social topics and much more in an authentic, eyebrow-raising dialogue that might make you want to pull out your dictionary. Download new episodes of Expeditiously with T.I. every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 it's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yes, that means it's Rule of Two, episode 56, and I'm finally... Oh, the LT episode. The LT. Lawrence Taylor. There, there it is. Goes. Finally there. Finally there, and finally... Reunited with Mark Fernandez after all this D23 and Ugh. speculation and Dark Ray and Rise of Skywalker and Obi-Wan and Kenobi Jedi and Mandalorian. Two Jedi Council You're on back, two, to, back, you, back to back. You've, been, you've defected over to the other yeah, side. Yeah, like so much Star Wars recently, man. Like how, Star much, Wars. How, much, how much Star Wars can, can we take, I guess? Hey, look, Answer, we, all of it. <laughs> yeah. 
All of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're here on, and it's episode 56 and uh, we wanted to start – we started talking. As you guys know, we like to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And we were just sitting here riffing and it's worth noting that we were talking about Michael Arndt and George Lucas's script yeah. for episode seven that never happened. Right. But you were pontificating yeah. saying that because they still have writing credit – I mean, they they have the top writing. They have credit. the top writing credit that there was a lot of for their from their script that did make it a, uh, into the Force Awakens. Um, what yeah. do you think some of those pieces were? Um, well, there's a lot of stuff that we know, right? Like yeah. we do know that um, Kylo and Rey were in fact both Skywalkers, right? You know, we know that, and we know that um, that the third trilogy, if the first trilogy was the uh, exploration of how uh, Darth Vader, of, of how Anakin Skywalker turns into Darth Vader, mm-hmm. how um, uh, Palpatine overthrows the Republic and creates the Empire. Mm-hmm. The second trilogy was about how um, Anakin Skywalker's son redeems uh, his father and allows his father to fulfill his destiny mm-hmm. of bringing balance to the Force by destroying the Sith, the Sith and mm-hmm. the Emperor, which mm-hmm. he does. That the third one uh, was was probably going to be the exploration of the force itself yeah. and to understand the fundamental sort of building blocks of the force and very specifically the dark side of the force. Yeah, and so there was a report that George Lucas was looking to go deep into the force past the midichlorians that were set up in Phantom Menace that we learned that the, the wills were yeah. the ones that were controlling the midichlorians and on up. So, which is fascinating to me. Um, we talked about a little bit because midi chlorines is kind of a dirty word in Star Wars uh, lore. Not to me. Not to you. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it now. It's it's come and gone. I mean, I don't mind it as much. I still prefer my force to be a little vague, not have to put it with midi chlorines and and put science by it. I like the the general, what's the word, spiritual side of it. What? But I appreciated years later what Lucas was going for. And yeah. so I'd be interested to see what that would look like. But I think a lot of the fans would be pretty upset over it, don't you think? Um, yeah. So what, what, what's the name? I'm trying to look it up here. What's the name of those characters in the Clone Wars that, um, that Yoda goes to visit um, and they have kind of like the happy face, sad face? Um, you know, they're like super powerful in the Force. There, there, there's, there's In the Clone Wars... There's a setup, um, two big storylines, and God, I'm, I'm forgetting the names of this stuff right now, and I know you guys come at me for that. And I, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know exactly what it is, and I've experienced it, and, and, and I think my theory is sound. But in the Clone Wars, they start exploring two things. They start exploring these people. Mm-hmm. They, it's like these creatures that float around in space. Uh, they have like a happy face, and there's like four of them. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm looking for it. The answer is on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, we I don't can't. have Cody. Cody. Cody usually is my fact checker. The, the priestesses. It's uh, it's the Yoda undergoes difficult trials administered by the five priestesses, mysterious force wielders who hold the secret to immortality. Yes, yes. So, so, so this pri- is what I'm talking about. The priestesses are somehow involved in this deeper understanding of the Force, right? right. Mm-hmm. And then there's that great storyline of Anakin Skywalker and, uh, and Obi-Wan going to that planet mm-hmm. with the three 
powerful force users. The one knight, is it the knight, not the Night Sisters. No, not the Night Sisters. One mm-hmm. one personifies good, one personifies mm-hmm. evil, and then one's like in the middle, and he's got to kill. You know, it, it, it's really really well done stuff. I'm forgetting the names of it right now, but these are great Clone Wars uh, threads. Anyway, my point is, is that this new trilogy, um, that first script, okay, that became um, uh, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think in its core has – you can still see the forest through the trees a little bit, mm-hmm. OK? Yeah. Um, and I think that Snoke, all right, was actually in Lucas's script or some version of it. Maybe the name was different, just yeah. like Kylo and, and – uh, and, um, Jason. Jason. Jason Solo. And- Whatever their names were, we know that Lucas said this is – the story, the prequel is the story of the dad. Mm-hmm. The original trilogy is the story of the son. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the third trilogy is the story of the grandchildren. Like this has been said by Lucas very, very clearly. Yeah. And there is a bad guy mm-hmm. who's not the emperor mm-hmm. who actually has a deeper understanding of the force. Mm. Like, like a much deeper understanding of the microbiotic version of the force. Right. And that the mission becomes to destroy the force at the root you know, like killing the emperor was destroying – like it's almost like cutting down the tree. Right. 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 You got to go to the roots now. You got to go to the roots to destroy yeah. it. And this is what Lucas was, was, was headed. I'm very confident. That, and that Snoke was actually the, the, the personification of this root Ooh, thing. I like that. And, and look, we, you know, we, we killed him in the second movie, whatever. But um, it's just interesting and, and uh, you know, going down the rabbit hole of what this new trilogy – would have been like yeah. under the Lucas thing, you know? I, I would love to see it. I hope there – you know, we talked about this on Collider Live. I hope there's a book that comes out. We've talked about it too. The Lost Jedi, like what, yeah. what the making of The Last Jedi would be like. Um, but this stuff is fascinating to me because what you just described, I don't think Disney could wrap their head around that. Right. And hence why we got J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan coming in. Right. Because I think that that was the – that was what they were afraid of. I think that Lucas was doubling down on what he was doing in the prequels. Lucas, as we know, it's his is creation. a filmmaker. It's his creation, but he's a filmmaker that likes to take chances. Yeah. And he and that's what we – some of us appreciated. I appreciated later because I came around on the prequels. Right. And I'm not proud of Even it. Even though you were, you were a big fan of The Phantom Menace when it came out. You've, you've said that publicly on the show. Oh, yeah, I was. I went and saw it six times in a row. <laughs> right. And I kept doing this. No, it's good. No, it I swear. Good. It, it is good. good. It is good. It's such a fascinating thing yeah. to go through and I don't I, – I hate it when people are like, ah, you flip-flop. No. Yeah. No. Movies are about subjectivity and you can come around again if you want. You, you can, can leave and come back. You can leave and come back and I yeah. came back years later and, and like – because, yeah, six times I'm like, this movie's good. I fought with my roommate. Chewy, I'm home. Yeah. But <laughs> – Right. I love Force Awakens too. I know that's where you fell off though. But yeah, yeah these are things that, that that are fascinating to me that is, is worth talking about. And when you look at the new trilogy, of course, I love it. I know you're having problems with it, but we all want to unite with yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Being... I love Star Wars more and more every day though. Isn't that great? It's weird. Isn't it? it that's fine though. Because you, you can love it and not love the movie. You can love it and not love the streaming series. You can love it and not love the comics. Yeah. Because you want you – like Star Wars is a part of me. I always say Star Wars is the first movie that really I credit with like jamming this thought in me. But like, wait a minute. this wor- There's a bigger world out there. Wait a minute. There's mythology. Wait a right. minute. There's heroes' journeys and bad guys and 
it's so much fun to speculate. But Rise of Skywalker, that's what a lot of people are talking about, whether or not George Lucas had uh, – where he was – I don't know if he had three movies in his mind or if it was just episode seven. Do you think it was three movies? Oh, it was absolutely three movies. Yeah, it was I absolutely so three movies. And you can bet your ass that one of the grandchildren was going to go bad. Yeah. If not, if not, maybe one of the grandchildren did start bad, mm-hmm. but there was going to be a flip-flop. There was going to be, you know, look, ultimately his movies, you know, the first one was about the fall. The second one was about the redemption. And then the third one was about how – this legacy impacts the next generation, right. you know. Um, but look, um, stay you know, stay tuned to the show because I'm going to give at the top of, of after we come back uh, from the cold open, I'm going to give what I think um, is going to happen in episode nine. Well, that's a good a tease as any. So let's get right into it. It's Ruler Two, episode fifty six. Rise. That's right. You heard it up top. It's episode 56 of Rule of Two. And we are here celebrating Star Wars. You get us here in Collider Video. We are pre-taping right now for your Labor Day, getting you some Star Wars action yeah, coming out. Enjoy you. that barbecue. Enjoying that barbecue. Listen to some Star Wars. Maybe play some John Williams in the background. I don't know yeah. how you do it. Crack a beer. Whatever it is you may do. Uh, thank you for tuning in here on Collider Video. Mark Fernandez joining me finally so we can talk about this and talk about – the Rise of Skywalker. You teased it. What is it? Yeah. What do you so, think is going to happen? Because so, um, I have five questions yeah, so that look, I want answered. First, first, what I think we, we, you know, we should do to have a little bit of fun. Let's do that, it. Is that I'm going to give you what I think is going to happen in the movie. Okay. Right? I'm going to give you my outline. Okay. And uh, you should give me your outline. That sounds good. You know? Let's do that. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll both give our little outlines and then we'll do these five questions. Great. You know, that questions that we think need to be answered mm-hmm. in episode nine. And then we'll call it a day. That's perfect. You know, we're that not, sounds great. We're not live. I love the live stuff. Sorry that we're not live because right. I love reading those comments. I do too. Um, love taking the calls, all love, that. Love taking the calls. You guys, you know, I've been on a lot of shows with a lot of call-ins and typically you got to like filter people out. Mm-hmm. We've never had to do that. Everybody who calls in Rule of Two is talking Star Wars in a respectful manner. Yep, and I can't, absolutely. I can't say how much we appreciate that. Yeah, so. I, I, I mirror and echo those statements. Uh, Rule of Two Army. Hashtag. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that so, going. So one little quick little uh, tangent. So um, last night, okay, and I know he listens to the show and I hope he doesn't feel bad that I'm going to blow him up a little bit. But last night, uh, uh, Jeremy Johns and I, like I always mention Jeremy, and I've been trying to get JJ. him on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. JJ. One day I'll, I'll get him on the show. Uh, but, you know, we talk Star Wars on a weekly basis. He calls me last night um, because uh, he had some thoughts about, you know, um, the trailer. And, and he actually brought up a really, really fascinating point, which was – and I talked about this a little bit on, on Jedi Council, but the similarities between the Revenge of the Sith trailer and the episode and the 9 trailer. trailer. Yeah. So then he sent me um, a, a, a link to the YouTube video of the original episode 3 Teaser trailer, okay. right? Like basically what we got with episode nine this weekend. Right. And um, at the end of the trailer, you hear the emperor say, Darth Vader, rise. So it's like that's – I think that's where I got it. Yeah. You know, like, like yeah. because like he's, he says it in the movie when he – you know, like after he kills Mace Windu. Oh, yeah. Henceforth, he's been known as Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> right. And, but he says rise. And he, he says rise. He yes, says rise. He does. Um, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there and, and shout out to Jeremy Johns, a great friend and a, and a huge Star Wars fan. Love Johns. Uh, we, but, um, we always have our Hoth. We yeah. always talk our moment. 
Nah, nah, right. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Luke Kangan in the Wampa Cave. So, um, all right. So, this is what I think is going to happen in episode nine. Okay. Okay. Give it to me. Um, I think that um, we are going to open, uh, and I'm not sure exactly how it's going to open, but the big story beats, in my opinion, are okay. going to be that um, we see Ray learning the books, reading the books. Giving you a little bit of a, a kind of a satisfaction, like yeah, she did train. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. she's studying, she's reading books, and I think she's training too. She's training. I think her flipping over the Tie Fighter has is is a training regiment. Yeah. And that trailer we saw with her throwing the the, th- the lightsaber and catching it again is training. Obviously, training. Yep. You, you, you got the target droids there and all yep. that stuff. So it start somehow. There's a big beat in the beginning where she's training okay. and. Training really hard, mm-hmm. you know. Like she's got, um, you know, you know, she's got the books. She's reading the books. She's learning all about the force. Like she, she's really going deep into and it. Luke is appearing. Maybe, maybe. Luke is appearing. Okay. Maybe not. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure. So sure about that. But he's appearing. Maybe not. But this is where I think it starts. The story really starts to develop. Is as she's training, very lost like, very J.J. Abrams like. Yeah. Right? She's training, training, training. You start hearing, mm. right. So you hearing voices. Start hearing voices, right? Um, Things start escalating to the point where she is being communicated to by some dark force that's like haunting her. Okay, I'm with you. And I think that this might be how they introduce the emperor. Yeah. That like the emperor's dead. Like like let me just get that out of the way. Yeah. There is no cloning facility, and if there is, I don't think so, huh? No way. And if there is, I would be very upset. Oh, okay. Because the first six movies. Mm-hmm. Are about one thing, mm-hmm. and it's killing the emperor. Yeah. Okay. We've heard Ian McDermott talk about this when him and Lucas, after they shot uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, Ian McDermott was like, "Hey George, is there any chance that I can maybe come back in a, in a movie?" He's like, "No, dude, he's dead. You're dead. Okay. You're dead. It, yeah. it's over." Mm. That's what the first six movies are about. They're about killing the emperor. Mm-hmm. Now, it is possible, and it is, I think, consistent with even George's vision. That just like the Jedi have the ability to commune from beyond with the blue glowy, yep. that the Sith have the same ability. Yeah, I'm with you. In some other twisted way. Right. Okay? So that's why you have Ray training mm-hmm. and you have this potential force coming from the other side. It sounds like whispers, very lost-like until the point where it starts really haunting her and it starts manifesting itself. As the emperor, uh, you know, she's not really sure who it is. Okay. We know it's the emperor, right? There's, right. Some, there's some dramatic irony there. Mm-hmm. And basically, the emperor tells her, you have to go here. Okay. Okay. Or somehow it's like, this is where you need to go. Something's calling to me. Yeah. We don't know what it is yet, she but I know where to go. So she goes to her friends. Okay. Okay. Um, she goes to Finn, I think, first. I think yeah. Finn's the closest one to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I got to go do this. And he's like, well, I'm not going to let you do it alone. Right. And he's like – and she's like, no, no. I have to go do it alone. Right. You know, she's like, no. He's and like, that's yes. great. That's an echo. That's right. an echo. Luke, I have to do this. I have to go. You know, if you, if you face Vader, you must do it alone. Right, right. And he's like, I'm not letting you go alone. I mean, right. we're in this together. Right. Because right. Finn and her have this connection, right? So mm-hmm. Finn's in. Okay. And after Finn's in, you get that moment where it's like, well, I'm not letting you go alone either. Says Poe. Says Poe. Right. right? Oh, I'm not going. I'm not letting you go alone either, master. Blah, blah, whatever, right? <laughs> then you have, uh, right. you know. That, was that your 3PO? <laughs> yeah. I, I got there. I got there. <laughs> right. Right. So, the, so, so now you have an adventure. Right? right. Right. They all have to go see what this weird thing is that, that, that Ray's experiencing. Now, we cut to 
Um, we cut to first order. First order. Kylo Ren. Okay. Master. You know, like whatever. All that shit's going on. He's talking to Vader's helmet. He's he's talking to Vader's helmet. Pause. <laughs> that sounds bad for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, he's it's talking in the trailer. And like, look, just bear with me. I'm almost there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talking to Vader's helmet. Whatever, whatever, whatever. He's still hunting for Sith artifacts or yeah. Cut, you know, uh, you know, finish what you started. All that shit. Bottom line is, however it happens, these two are on a collision course. Okay, I'm so with you. Okay, so now Ray gets to this place that they're going to. Mm -hmm. Kylo also gets to this place that they're going to. Meet up, fight. Hence that that fighting and all that stuff. It's got to be near the ruins of the Death Star. That's that's where the Emperor is sending her. That's where the yes, yes. That's where the voices are sending her, Mm -hmm. and somehow uh, Kylo. Is also being sent there, but through some other means. Like they're not being sent by the same thing. Right. Somehow they're being sent differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's probably maybe still manipulated by the emperor. Who the fuck knows? But anyway, they 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 meet at this place. I think that this is where you get that scene of them in the water fighting on top yeah, of the absolutely. Death Star. That's, you know. That's I I yep you yep know? I can't yeah. And I do think that's Endor. Um, yeah. Not it's the moon. Be Endor. Not the moon. The actual planet. And some people have said it's uninhabitable, Endor. I don't know. The canon junkies out there, again, we're not the canon junkies. Right. We love that stuff, but it's all – everything has to exist in the movies, yeah. for me at least, to, to yeah, really we truly yeah, follow yeah. along. The movies are, are Star Wars Galaxies and some video games. Right, and and right. I have been reading uh, Darth Bane, and I want to talk about that maybe later. Oh, but I'm getting okay. pretty far in it too. You like um, it? Eh, I'm right. starting to get into it. Okay. I'm starting to get into it. Eh, fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm about halfway through now. But okay. anyway um, – so you get this conflict, all right? Um, then you have this thing where Ray defeats Kylo. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Ray defeats Kylo in like halfway through the movie. Mm, I love that. <laughs> like somehow Kylo's defeated. Right. right. Okay. I think that that scene where they're fighting on top of that water shit mm-hmm. happens about halfway through the movie. I would love that. Okay. okay. Defeats Kylo and then um, she – Goes on to like go to the thing that was calling to her, mm-hmm. and the thing that was calling to her is this dark vision of herself. Okay, I don't think it's a clone. Yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to come around. Yeah, like I don't think it's a clone. I think that that's all misdirect. Well, you know? there's there's been some chatter online about like somebody like um, Adam Lance or uh, God, I, what's his name? I was tagged hundreds of times, but he lightened up the, the image, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he's like. It's Ray. It's got to be Ray looking in the cave on Octu, maybe, um, and seeing a vision. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think that that's more in line with. Again, I don't think I don't know if Disney will go there. And and I think the Emperor is like playing with her head, mm-hmm. and somehow she's going to fight this fake Ray. Okay, you know they'll have some big fight. Oh, so you are thinking that there's a. There's a Ray versus Ray fight. Yeah, vision like Empire Strikes Back, Luke taking on Vader in the cave. Very similar to that. Yeah. Very similar to that. I can that. see that. And then um, Which after is cool. that, after that, I'm a little lost. But, right. But I think that that's how we get to what we've seen. I, You know what? You asked for me to come up with my own. Sure. I don't think I can off of that. I think that's exactly where I'd go. I'd add some little things in here. Yeah. I think some of the training, I think maybe Leia is involved. Mm. Honestly, I think Leia is going to pass along some of her knowledge. Um, that she might have gotten from Luke. Maybe that's something that – some backstory that's filled in. Um, I think there's that. I think that there's I, – I really can't add on to it because that's what it seems like. Yeah. We had a great caller on Rule of Two though that said what if um, they were 
looking to get kyber crystals in the old Death Star wreckage. Yeah. Which is very cool because she wants to rebuild the order. So let me ask you that. Which, there, which, is, which could also be a, a, like a good motivation. But I do think they're going to introduce this element of teasing you yeah. that Rey's coming to the dark side. Because if you've got to remember Return of the Jedi, um, a lot of Return of the Jedi is really doing the final push to bring Luke over to the dark side. Oh, yeah. And Lucas was trying to not confuse you but misdirect you by putting Luke all in black. Right. I really do. I think it was a subconscious thing that he was doing for his audience because Luke enters. He's not dressed in Jedi robes. He's now a Jedi Knight, right? Yeah. Han Solo hears about it from Chewie in the dungeons of Jabba's palace. Jedi Knight. I bowed him for a little while and everybody has delusions of grandeur. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm a Jedi Knight like my father before me. Right. So – you think he's going to show up and maybe be dressed like Obi-Wan, right? You know, the robes, the brown, like what we saw Luke in later. No, no. He's dressed in all black. Yeah. And that is just to me a very subtle way and of – And starting to become robotic, starting to lose his humanity a little hand. bit. Yep. You know? He's losing his hand and he even – right. He looks at that. I mean he almost went to the dark side there at the end when he almost took out his father right. in the wrong way yeah, 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 until yeah, yeah. he threw it down. So I think there's going to be an echo of that in this movie. Yeah. I think that the movie very early on is going to start tempting Ray to the dark side. Mm-hmm. She's going to fight it. She's going to want to go like, I need to solve this. I need to do this on my own. Her friends are not going to let her do it. Mm-hmm. I, I did read somewhere or saw something somewhere this past weekend that in this movie, there's not that kind of last Jedi, you know, you got little pockets of of characters doing different little missions that are like paralleling each other. Sure. But they're all together pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. I think, well, if we look at it, I think they're Last Jedi, pockets of people doing different things. That was the echo to Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. That was the echo to Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan took off one way and Anakin and Padme went another. Yeah. So it follows a trend, right? If we think about Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, and then uh, and then this next movie, I think that People are together and then it's going to split off and we're going to have a space battle, which is that great shot of all the X-wings and B-wings and Y-wings coming out of hyperspace to face all those Star Destroyers. So that's space epic happening like Return of the Jedi. Which I think happens somewhere in the end. Yeah. It happens towards the end. Lightsaber duel. Okay. Or ground battle like Endor and then lightsaber duel. Can I stop you for a second? Please. What if – what if I'm right, okay? Yeah. Kylo, Ray fight on the Death Star. Ray wins. Yeah. Okay? Um, Kylo is like basically dead. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Uh, Ray does what she's got to do, faces herself, mm-hmm. resists the temptation again. Right. Leaves, mm-hmm. gets whatever she needs, mm-hmm. leaves. Then Kylo, mm-hmm. right, is – Brought back. Reborn. Reborn to some degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vader – very Vader-like. Right. Given this fleet – because that fleet looks like the Empire fleet. It looks like an old fleet. It does look like an old fleet. And a lot of people have said that, that it looks like – and this is what I think. I think that's the Emperor's contingency plan that was enacted at the end of Return of the Jedi on his death that we saw shades of it in Battlefront Two, with that weird thing with the hologram image of the Emperor – Go to the Outer Rim – or not Outer Rim. Go to the Unknown Regions. I think they're all – they're laying in wait. I think they were amassing 
a big army, maybe even unbeknownst to the first yeah. order. And, I don't know. And 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 the emperor from beyond the grave as yeah. some spirit, like blue glowy, you know, red glowy or whatever. The, the dark side version. The dark side version gives him somehow revives him, okay. right? And gives him the power of a new fleet, mm. and then. Um, Creates this final confrontation that will be very Revenge of the Sith like, or very mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, um, Phantom Menace like, or very Return of the Jedi like, where you have a battle in three places. You have yep. a battle in space, battle in space, battle, battle on the ground, battle on the ground, and then you have the two Lightsaber. Jedi. Yep, the two Jedi going at each other. So I, I love all that. I just am adding to it with stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking about and but it pulling from the trailer. Bit, it right? does make a little sense, but I think because I know JJ and I know the, his filmmaking ways, I think we're in for some surprises. Oh, without a doubt, I, I and, believe but, that we're going to get something. That I don't necessarily know. The more we talk about it, this Dark Ray thing and the Emperor, and I keep bringing up Dark Empire, and he's going to jump into a clone. I don't know if they're going to do that anymore. I don't think they're doing that. I, like, I, I don't know, but then the other part of me is thinking because we heard that weird sound effect of like Vader's breathing and then the Emperor talking. So I'm wondering if he – and then there's the Matt Smith angle. Everybody's wondering where is Matt Smith in this, and the, the the ongoing rumor is that he's a young Palpatine, which would then lend credence to the idea of a clone and but him I jumping into him. One thing that you've preached for a while and preach on um, mm-hmm. is that is that there's going to be a lot of force backs in this movie, and yeah, uh, I, I mean I want one. I mean I I've think, been saying I want one. I don't know how many we're going to get because the young Palpatine does give credence to the clone. Uh, theory, sure, right. But what if he is a force back? Right. That's where I think it's more likely that he's a force yeah. back, where mm-hmm. he's learning this thing from Plagueis, which we might actually get our Plagueis. Ooh, do you think we can get Plagueis? I think we might get Plagueis, mm-hmm. where he's learning this thing from Plagueis, and maybe that's how they tie in Snoke. Maybe that's how they tie in Snoke. Yeah, you know? I love that. You yeah. know, so like, could we? Because is there even a thing that is revealed you- that it's Plagueis that Snoke was Plagueis all along. Is that a thing? I think Snoke. Oh, oh I'm you know sorry. what I mean. So I think that there's a possibility for that. I think that there's yeah. a possibility for that, um, and I think it would be a nice way to actually make us feel less butt hurt mm-hmm. over the fact that Snoke was killed halfway through the Last Jedi without any explanation of how he manipulated and ben destroyed Solo. the mm-hmm. Skywalker family. Yeah. Completely destroyed it. Yeah, and we have no explanation of it. We have we have no idea who the hell he is. That's that's what we've been saying this for a lot, dude. We really want that question answered. Yeah. So now you get this force back, where you see how all that stuff really happened. Mm-hmm. Ties into Revenge of the Sith. Ties into Anakin's like like motivation, and it ties into the moment in the film where the Emperor brings back Kylo after being defeated by Rey. Mm. In that scene in the water. And interesting too because what did Plagueis try to teach Palpatine and vice versa? Palpatine wanting to learn and that's to teach Vader. I can save her. Right. Bring – you know, manipulate the midichlorians to create life and save life. So what if the emperor is able to finally have mastered that maybe on the other side and is able to resurrect Kylo? Right, right. That's where I think this might be going. Gives him a new fleet. That's interesting. Then I like this. you have this third act of the two fleets going at each other. Yeah, uh, Kylo facing Rey one last time. Mm-hmm. Rey knowing that this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, Rey defeats Kylo. There is no redemption for Kylo. See, I love that. See, I was going to say this because right? I don't want any redemption. I think for Kylo. Kylo uh, like I think Kylo's a very troubled character. 
and we're never going to get redemption for him. You know, yeah, and and but, you know, he's going to be a guy who gets constantly beat. And, you know, I would love has, to see him go out the way he came in, just sticking to his guns. Yeah, I think he's going to stick to his guns. I'm, yeah. like, I'm actually off the redemption thing because this is starting to make a lot of sense to me. But yeah. at the end of the day, we could be a thousand percent wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, again, you know, the four center guys say it speculate responsibly. Yeah. And I think when you speculate the, the problems or the, the, the trouble you can get into um, is like getting too married to that idea, and then if it doesn't happen, well, I'm going to Twitter. Yeah, you know? so I'm not married to any of these ideas. I'm not either. I love it. I like that. I really can't come up with my own, just based on what you said. It it very reasonable, and I think that's pulling from what we know, the 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 news reports that are out there about who's cast and what's this. The trailers, obviously, that we've now seen. It's a good one. Yeah. I like it. My big question is I have no idea what this weird uh, planet is that they have. Like it seemed like there was like a party of Ewoks. Where – oh, uh, when they – like the desert planet kind yeah. of thing. I don't know. Yeah. You know? That's, that's interesting too because it doesn't look like Tatooine. It, it doesn't, doesn't look like – it look it could be Jakku. Yeah. I feel like it maybe could be Jakku. That this is another – because here's the other thing that we were talking about. In the Aftermath books, it was learned that the Emperor had some sort of dark side yeah. facility under the ground in on Jakku. That could explain Rey. I, I don't believe that writers that are doing these movies or JJ or Ryan or any of these people or the story group, I don't believe there's any intermingling whatsoever. It sure doesn't look that way. Yeah, like I, I it, it really doesn't. And that was the biggest bummer because when they announced the sale, it was like you're getting episode seven. All the books that you've been reading and love for all these years are gone. Yeah, that, those are legends, and every new book that comes out will be canon, connected to everything. And I went great, and I started reading everything. And then nothing connected, and I, I'm like, I can't read anymore. It's like I, I want to, I want to go read my other books. So yeah, I'm feeling it too. I don't know. That's the big question: is like who's talking to who, and sometimes it feels a little disjointed. Um, at least with canon stuff. For me, the movies are jointed. They're they're there for me. Yeah, and I'm I'm enjoying myself, like I said. But I like where you're going with this. Yeah, I like this. So I can't really add much to it other than some of the little things, like maybe Leia's involved somehow with Ray. It's I mean, hard to tell what Leia's role is in all of this because, because look, God, you know, rest in peace. Like she's that is the hardest thing to deal with with this. Yeah, you know, she's actually gone. She's so. actually gone. She's not with us anymore, and we miss her greatly. Obviously, yeah. she's, she's an icon, and even in that poll, she's like pretty much everybody's favorite character in Star Wars, know, right? Like when it comes push comes to shove. Yeah, and she's not even in the movie, and she's still alive, and in in like in the continuum. And we don't know how they're going to play it in there. I have no idea. I yeah, no it's, idea. it's hard to because when you think we're using unused footage of Carrie Fisher from Force Awakens and probably Last Jedi, I would imagine. Um, so that's not a lot. Yeah. That that to me, knowing you've shot film, you've shot, yeah. you know, you've made things. I've made things. When you have deleted stuff, depending on the the it's weight a of the why character, it's deleted. yeah, there's a reason why it's deleted. But then that means even for Leia. The character of Leia through Carrie Fisher in Force Awakens, not a big part. Last Jedi, bigger. Bigger but but still not really a big part. But still really not a big part. So you have to think to yourself, well, how much do they have? Yeah. So then you you wonder, well, are you going to do – have you cast a body double and that you just shoot from behind and then you cut to uh, – Her her daughter maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. It's very interesting to think about. I, yeah. I love where you're going with it. I love a lot of that and I love it still because I believe that we could be a thousand percent wrong and or we're going to get surprised with a, a number of things. Yeah. But I wanted to uh, – but, but, yeah. but to sort of put a, like a pin like a, or, or like put a button on it. Yeah, please. Where I'm standing as of right now, mm-hmm. OK, is that Ray um, doesn't go bad, number one. Mm-hmm. The dark Ray thing that we saw in the trailer is, is, a vision. is a vision that she does fight. So it is – it is corporeal to some degree. Right. She but does it's more inter- in line with the Empire Strikes Back. It's more in line with the Empire Strikes Back. I can buy that. It's more in line with all the clones and the snapping and all that stuff. Okay. Um, Kylo Ren does not get redeemed. Okay. Okay. I think that there's going to be two big fights between Kylo and Rey, and Rey's going to win both of them. Okay. Um, I do think that the Emperor is not coming back in physical form. There's no clone with him either. Okay. He's coming back as some sort of uh, force ghost, um, you know, dark side force ghost. And um, I think that they're going to leave it on a fairly hopeful ending um, where they all celebrate the destruction of um, the First Order and the Resistance will try to do something different than the Republic where mm-hmm. it's like – you know, I don't know, some kind of utopian weirdness that happens at the end. And maybe Ray has a whole new bunch of maybe new Force followers. And Something like that. I still buy into that the Jedi and Sith monikers will be gone and it will be Skywalkers mm-hmm. and that you walk that line because there is something about balance, especially in this new trilogy, because what Luke said to, to Ray when she went into the cave. I can buy that, yeah. Is that. She came back out and Luke went, you went right to the dark side. What do we see with Kylo when he's talking to grandpa? He's like, the light is calling me. So it's interesting that you have A, you have Rey, the good Jedi, and you have Kylo Ren, the bad Sith or bad Jedi, whatever you want to call him because we haven't heard Sith yet. Um, So Rey is the good one. Kylo is the bad one. Ray, the good one, is being called by the dark side and went right in, according to Luke. And Kylo Ren is the bad one, but the light is calling to him. So you have these, these, these things on opposite yeah. ends of the spectrum. Yeah, and we need that balance. Here's a here's a curveball. Mm, I like it when you throw curveballs. Um, I wouldn't be mad if they did more force, uh, uh, force skyping. Good. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, like those were the most charming moments of the Last Jedi, right? I thought they were fascinating. Yeah, yeah I loved them. So, like, I wouldn't be mad if somehow, because I do believe they're on a collision course. Yeah, you know that she gets called by the dark side. He gets called maybe by her. Yeah, you know maybe he's he pretends like he's looking for artifacts. That's what he tells the first order, and like you know that that idiot Hux, <laughs> you know. But in reality, that's what he tells him they're doing. Yeah. But in reality, he's feeling the ray presence going there and he tries one more time to bring her over they yep. have a fight or whatever but um i do think the whole Raylo thing is going to be explored a little bit we're going to get that tease oh yeah we'll get a tease and we'll get a, i think we'll get it answered yeah. here's here's my one addendum for everything you did yeah kylo ren's gonna be redeemed you think he's gonna be redeemed yeah i do I do because it's, it's not consistent with my theory like it's it doesn't not. make sense within, I, within my theory that again to be redeemed. i don't want him to be I want – because I think he's the most fascinating character because of what I even mentioned. The light is calling to me. So what am I going to do? I'm going to kill my father to get rid of that light. Yeah. Like seriously, that's what he did. For me, that was fascinating. That was like, dude, Yeah. OK. 
That was harsh. I didn't love the execution of the scene at all. I didn't mind it, but I, but I, I, I somewhat agree because he walks on that. That thing. It's so, it's it, so it, obvious he's it never was coming back. So obvious. Yeah, he telegraphed that from like two miles yeah, away. Yeah, that was, was a little bit of a heavy-handed uh, one there, JJ. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, like, yeah. all right. So look, we have five questions that we absolutely need answers. Yes, this is uh, kind of the meat of the episode because we've been talking, talking, talking. Rise of Skywalker, and we've always had these things. So let's start with the five questions. Uh, we want to have answered. Yeah. Okay. And for everybody out there, either listening or watching us here, put in some of your own questions that we might have missed. We want to read those comments. So I have number one as who is Snoke? Yeah. That's just kind of the big one for me at least. And some people have been after The Last Jedi. Like, we don't need it. Look, I love it. I loved when Kylo Ren off Snoke because for me – it, it surprised me. It Yes, it subverted my expectations. <laughs> right. Go kiss my ass if you have a problem with that. Jesus. Um, I have a problem with it, but I won't kiss your ass. Yeah, OK, good. <laughs> but so who is Snoke? Yeah. Like what – how does it go into um, everything that we've seen? Is it tied to is it tied to Palpatine? Is it tied to Plagueis? Is it like – who is he? I, I'm 100 percent with you. Yeah. Um, from a different uh, place, we're landing at the same conclusion mm-hmm. that they absolutely have a massive responsibility to answer who the hell Snoke is. I think so. Because I think in the original Michael Arndt, George Lucas script, Snoke was a part of it, maybe yep. a di- maybe with a different name. Different character name, sure. But there was a new bad guy yep. that was not the Emperor because mm-hmm. like I said earlier in the show, the Emperor is dead. Right. right. That's what the first six movies are about. Yeah. Like – I'm starting to come over to your side on this one too because – and I've heard it and I've been saying, no, it doesn't – You know, I will say this. Somebody hit me up on Twitter and said, don't you think bringing back the emperor will uh, make the impact of what Luke did and Vader did less impactful? I think absolutely. I don't think so and this is why. why. Okay. It's less about the emperor. It's more about the redemption of Vader with his son. Is that that would never change. Even if the emperor lived, if he was thrown, okay, if Vader gets up and says no and throws the emperor and let's say the emperor goes, haha, uses the force like, like uh, Leia Poppins and flies away, right? <laughs> right. Let's say. Yeah. I'm playing just speculation yeah, yeah, yeah. yet. He goes, haha, and takes off. Well, Vader turned and he's now Anakin. So nothing changed. He still made that leap. He still came back from the dark side. So I don't think – that it changes that story beat for the characters. But so going back to to to, to how we started the show, I sure. think that the first six movies was about cutting down the tree. Right. The tree is the emperor. I love this. Yeah. And the new trilogy was supposed to be about about pulling the roots, getting the roots out. Yeah. And um, the emperor is the roots for you. No, no. The emperor is the tree. The emperor is the tree. Got it. Yeah. Snoke, I think, was supposed to be the roots. Yeah, and I like that. And I still think. He can, we can still find that. We can still find that out with this question answered, hopefully. 1,000%. But here's my big fear mm. that Snoke was in there because it was part of the Lucas script. You know, they might have manipulated him a little bit, but he okay. was in there, mm-hmm. right? Ryan Johnson kills him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that J.J. was on the same page with the death of Snoke. Okay. So I think that this is something that they're going to have to – figure out or I'm sure they've already figured it out but I guess my point is they might not touch it 
Like there is, a, I think, a big strong possibility that in episode nine, mm-hmm. Snow doesn't even come up. Like, dude, he might get, come up by name. Like, somebody will say his name or something yeah, randomly. We might have force skyped a little earlier because I was thinking the very same thing, and, that and that's be, what worries me. And that would be a huge bummer. Yeah, and that, and it worries me that that's why the emperor's here. Is yeah. that when JJ was brought back, it was like, oh, well, Snoke's gone. All right, well, let's do the emperor. Like, they need that that big baddie, right? I don't know. Again, everything. And I will say this, and it just occurred to me. Okay. The Rise of Skywalker has a lot to accomplish for – we've talked about this. Yeah. But also for Mr. Riley. Right. It really does because if they if, – if it doesn't really benefit the things that happened in The Last Jedi or Force Awakens, I'm going to be mighty disappointed. Yeah. I really will. I'll be like, wait a minute. So Kylo Ren kills Snoke, uh, you know, great, and then no answer? Right. Who is this guy? What the – I would be upset. I yeah. would. I think I would be a little disappointed. Not upset because it's like Star Wars again. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like what am I going to get upset about? It's <laughs> right, right. like I'm going to go outside and throw rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Just bummed out. <laughs> All right. So what's the next out. question? Next question is how did Maz Kanata get Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber? That's a big one for me. Um, That's a big one. Who the hell is Maz Kanata, man? Exactly. Moreover, let me add an addendum here. (laughs) And or who the hell is Maz Kanata? Let me ask you a question because – and this isn't a gotcha moment, but it is like a legit question because Johns and I were actually trying to figure this out last night. On the spot, we just maybe had gone like both blank. Yeah. But – and I think we've even talked about this on the show before, like episode 12 or 13 back in the old days. Sure. Why the hell do they go to Maz Kanata in the first place? So Han, they needed some place to go, right? To, they do, were, to do what? Yeah, I'm trying to get to The Force Awakens in my head. So it was Han saying he, like they needed – Let's go see Mars. Yeah. <laughs> well, they needed, they needed a place to go to to like – like do something. What the hell? What, I don't know. It's just like it, it's it, out there. I know it's out there. It just it proves the point that like and look and again, let me say this because I really mean this. Mm-hmm. The first 30, 40 minutes of The Force Awakens, I think, are magical. OK. Like like I mean, like, you know, people might be shocked to hear me say that. No, I know. But from the beginning of the movie up until you hear that, hey, Chewie, we're home. Mm-hmm. Like th- though that. Stuff I thought was magical. It was. You know? I like, like it. Like, I really loved it. But, like, once the the Wrath Targs get in the mix, and once, like, that horrible CGI of those monsters are around, and, like, all this stuff starts happening, and all of a sudden they go, let's go see Maz. Mm-hmm. Like, like, why are they even going to see Maz? Is it to drop off the droid? Is it... It's to uh, – they need a clean ship to get Ray and Finn on because the Millennium Falcon – now everybody is looking for the Millennium Falcon. That's what it says here. So okay, which, whatever, makes Finn sense. asks, why are we here again? And Han says, to get your droid on a clean ship. Do you think it was luck that Chewie and I found the Falcon? If we can find it on our scanners, the First Order is not far behind. Right. So um, The galaxy is full of watering holes, but nothing like this place. It's been run by an old smuggler named Maz Kanata for thousands of years. Want to get BB-8 to the resistance? Maz is our best bet. Right, right. Which is kind of like what we were saying a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, like, they like, needed something. I just couldn't remember the. the yeah, you know. we couldn't remember. We love Star Wars, you know. Like we knew it was something like that, but yeah. it's not like it's not like this incredible 
tight narrative like that you know why is like if I asked you why does Luke go to Dagobah? Because yeah, Obi Wan told him to, and to continue right. his training as a Jedi. Why is the rebellion on Hoth? Right, you know, it's like it's they like, needed a remote system. But you know, here's very, here's the thing: it's because I've seen those movies hundreds of times, haven't gotten there right, yet. But look, a movie that you hate, or not that you hate, that's not fair. Yeah, a movie that that you don't like. Why is Obi Wan on Kamino? Oh uh, yeah, he followed the he he found the dart. Uh, he got the, the through Dexter and uh, and then went to Camino, right? To go see the clones, right? Yeah. Like like again, though I've been even though I didn't like Attack of the Clones that much and uh, still don't, uh, I still watch those a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right, I do. Right. All right. I, so, so so what's the, oh, all right? So the question is, who the hell? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. We went how did Maz topic. get Anakin's lightsaber? Okay, I'm gonna say I have no idea. I don't either. But we always we keep going back to this. The, the Do we need that, this answered? Is this one of the ones that you think we need answered? Yes. And I'll say it like this. It's because that lightsaber called to Ray. Yes. Okay? So there is something to that. Mm, I agree. And Maz is that person that has that answer. She it was the force brought Ray to Maz Kanata in order to get to that lightsaber. Oh God, I just... believe that. I believe that. Ooh, you're – oh, Fuck. shit. You're going down the dark side. Whoa, whoo. Come back. Oh, the sun man. is setting, Go. big guy. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, everything you just said actually validates the clone rumor. Yeah, I know. Because – This is why I'm still kind of there. If it's true that the movie was supposed to start with the hand and the Holding saber the floating saber. through space, which I'm so glad right. they did. And it's kind of like – you know what it reminds me of Jaws 3D? Yeah, it's it, you know how Jaws 3D starts with the arm, mm-hmm. like you know. And I, I don't, I didn't like it, even though it's cool to think about. I never liked it because it would break tradition. Yeah, it's of weird. Start, it starts in space, but it would break tradition of starting in space with the uh, starships. Yeah, especially every single movie starts in space with a starship, right? Am I correct in that? I know the original trilogy does. Phantom Menace starts with. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon on their ship yep. going towards the Trade Federation. Yeah, to, Second to, one, uh, to Naboo, right? Yep. No, no, no. Not Naboo. Uh, um, yeah, Naboo. No, no, no. It starts with them going to – Yeah, the blockade on Naboo. The blockade. The blockade. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, Attack of the Clones starts with the ship coming from space to go back to Naboo with Padme who then her decoy – Coruscant. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Coruscant. Coruscant. Thank you. Revenge of the Sith obviously starts with one of the greatest space battles yeah, of all time. My favorite. My yeah, favorite. it's one of my favorite too. I bong, love bong, Yeah, the music, man, when they're flying and it's just like. Yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool. Freaking Amy. I love Revenge of the Sith. Okay, original trilogy, obviously, the New Hope. The iconic, the thing that starts yeah. it all, the blockade runner and the and the Star Force Destroyer. Force Awakens has an awesome opening with the three little ships coming yep. out of the You thing. see it over the horizon. You see yeah. the Star Destroyer and then – yep, starts in space. Yeah. What do we see in uh, The Last Jedi? Yep. Space. Space. Everybody's getting ready. And I love this. Williams brought back the New Hope opening, the crawl, and then – which is consistent with Leia having to escape. Right. Anything. So Leia's escaping where they are now in The Last Jedi. So – Hey, Maz. So yeah. – <laughs> Hey, Maz. So anyways, yes, we have, this, we have the hand. We have the lightsaber. This is where I'm – this is why I keep – but I'm still – the Darth Ray thing, I still think she's not – I, I mean I'm standing by it. I'll say it like this. I'm going to stand by my prediction that she's a clone 
based on that opening of the hand, that she was created yeah. somehow right, right. by the emperor. Which is like where I got lost during the tangent, which right. is like um, she, you know, she grabs a saber. She has visions not of herself, but she has visions of Luke. Right. So it makes sense that she would be a Luke clone, even though right. clones look like the clones. So and like I don't know how the hell they did that. But. Remember, we did that whole episode on that one Twitter account, Luke's hand, Luke's severed hand Twitter right. account, which kind of clued us into all this. Then when you see Darth Ray in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, I don't know. Things are starting to add up a bit. So I wonder if that's There's what it is. There's a lot of meat to the bone of the clone. Yes. yes. So Maz Kanata I think is central to that. How? Where did you find this lightsaber, Maz? Oh, sorry for another time. Nope. That story's now. Sit right. down. <laughs> right. Sit down. Don't go anywhere. Sit down, We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Han Solo comes back as Force goes. Hey, no, Maz. Remember? Yeah. So Was it you who told me that they might bring Han back? Oh, no, no, no. That was in that pilot episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was secret. Yeah. Little, our, our little secret. Yeah. yeah, yeah all right, fine. It's all something right. that I'll, t- I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you later. Nice little tease for you guys out there. Um, all right. So our next question is. How did Ben Solo follow the dark side? I know we got a little bit of it in The Last Jedi. At least Snoke corrupted his mind. It was Snoke who did it. It Snoke who did it. Sure. That goes to question number one. Who the hell is Snoke? Yeah. Okay. So it comes around for question number three. Yeah. I would like to know. Me too. I mean like they got to answer that. Like Snoke destroyed – like Snoke destroyed everything that the first six movies built. Yep. We deserve to know how he did it. Exactly. And I think because we did get the Rashomon kind of three different explanations for it, well, guess what? That That's for us to kind of determine what it is. But that's not him falling to the dark side. He was, he was already there according to Luke. Yeah. We need to know what's that process because we did get it with Anakin. We obviously saw how it happened in the prequels. I'm not saying we need three more movies to explain Ben Solo, but I'm saying that it would be nice to know like what was it. Better yet, we could even go deeper into this question. What was like first contact with Snoke? Right. You know what I mean? Is that in a force back? Because this is what I did. I did a video for Collider Video of like this is how you could bring Luke Skywalker back and show him as the powerful Jedi Master. And that's let's do a force back and we have shades of Anakin and Obi-Wan doing their adventures, you know, taking, making sure the galaxy is, is, is running smoothly as Jedi. And we go and it's a mission somewhere and Luke stops Ben and goes, wait a minute, do you sense that? And it's reminiscent of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and Phantom Menace where it's like, don't – you know, I, I have a very bad feeling about this. Yeah. Pay attention to the moment, Obi-Wan. Don't let your thoughts get ahead of you, blah, 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 blah. That's Luke talking to Ben. I sense something. No, no, no. Calm down. Calm down. They have some adventure. Luke wrecks shit, right? He's Jedi Master Luke Skywalker and Ben Solo, his apprentice, is also awesome. He's doing his Obi-Wan kind of stuff, right? And then they get there. And it's Snoke. Mm. And somehow – and I have this vision in my head that they walk into this kind of throne room and they're like, you're the one. And it's like Luke Skywalker looks at Snoke and Snoke looks at Ben. And then there's that moment, right? And then that's a little bit of an explanation. I would love that. That's yeah, just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you that they need to explain Snoke and they need to explain how Snoke destroyed the family. Right. So then our next question goes to who are the Knights of Ren? I don't really care. You don't care anymore. I, 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 I'm just like, I don't care. Well, see, I think it has to do it, – it's again with Snoke and Ben in the dark side. Knights of Ren are going to be it's answered just, because if those questions are answered, we're yeah, going to get Knights of Ren. There's so many other things that are completely vague and have no, no direction, no rhyme, no All right, reason. Let's get rid of the Knights of Ren. What's one of the questions that you would have in that place? 
Um, for me, look, for me, it's all about um, – for me, it's all about what undid everything that the first six movies fought for. Right, okay. and you could you can convince me. You can make the argument. You can convince me, narratively and, speaking, and that's what this movie is. That should be that the first six movies was about cutting down the tree, okay, and that the next three movies is about tearing out the roots, mm-hmm. and that if the roots are there, a new tree can grow. Mm-hmm. So even though Anakin did what he was supposed to do, he was you know what he what he was prophesized to do, mm-hmm. which is destroy the Sith. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, but there was more to it. You yeah. know, there was this deep-rooted evil yeah. that existed deep within the Force, maybe into the wills, maybe past the midichlorians, into this different species that you can convince me this is where Snoke came from and that Snoke um, used levels of seduction into the dark side that were even beyond the Emperor's understanding and was able to undo everything that Anakin and Luke fought for. I, see, and I, Obi-Wan. Yeah, I love the the idea of the roots and it got me thinking, what if yeah. it is the voice of the Emperor, the dark side presence that were kind of that you were riffing on, that it is Palpatine, but what if it's the roots? And what if instead it's it's gonna be hard to describe, but it's that the Emperor became one with the dark side and essentially becomes the dark side. And so while we have Ian McDiarmid's voice coming out and everybody's like, oh, the emperor's back. It's like, no, 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 not really. It's that he became one with the dark side and mm, now he's – I see what you're saying. You're blending the ideas a little bit. Blending the ideas a little bit. Getting a little creative here. Yeah. But blending the ideas a little bit off of your riff, which is the roots. At the root of it, that tree was cut down. The emperor cut down, right? Yeah. But that he became even more – like Obi-Wan even said it, right? Vader, if you strike me now, you should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Well, what is the dark side version of that? It's logical. So he becomes more powerful than you can possibly imagine. He is dark side incarnate and he is the root of evil and he is affecting Ray in the mind. He affected Snoke. He infected Ben Solo. He is able to have been doing this ever since and now this movie – is getting rid of the roots, getting rid of that presence ever. So the emperor being the most powerful Sith that we've seen, maybe more powerful than Plagueis, becomes one, becomes everything, becomes the all-powerful dark side. So it's like it's a cheat. I get it. We got the – but is it? It's not a cheat. It's it's actually because – If we say the emperor is back and Ian McDermott is back, everybody is going, oh, in case of emergency and bad storytelling, break glass. Here's the emperor. um, It's more than that. I said this on Jedi Council and I don't think it landed – well, yeah. in that forum, which is fine, you know, mm-hmm. Jedi Council is an awesome show. I'm very happy to be on it. Those two episodes, sure. But for me, I'm not a huge fan in the prequel concept. Okay, okay. even though I'm a huge prequelist, mm-hmm. I'm a prequelist because I wanted to know how Darth Vader went bad. Right? right, like there was a very strong purpose to it. Sure, I I would will always vote for the side of progress versus the side of. Nostalgia and retrospection, right? Yeah. So like Star Trek, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Ever since um, Star Trek Voyager ended, mm-hmm. there's never been – or actually, I'm wrong. Um, Deep I, Space Nine? No, no. It was uh, Insurrect – no, not Insurrection. Oh, are you um, talking the movies or the series? Yeah, the second uh, – the movie with Tom Hardy, I, I believe, is the last movie. Oh, um, 
That, Nemesis? Uh, Nemesis. That's the last movie that pushed the narrative. Okay. Right? As far as we know, in terms of movie canon, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the edge of the universe is, okay. is, is, is Nemesis, right? Mm-hmm. Every single thing that's happened since then – and I remember living in Brooklyn when Nemesis came out. So this must have been – God, this must have been 1998, uh, 99. I was going to say 98. Like, I'm trying to do like, my, yeah, my movie yeah, trivia. Long, long time ago, man. Long time ago. Um, we, we've never gone beyond the outer rim of Nemesis, right? Okay. Everything is prequel, 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 prequel. Right. Uh, Enterprise, uh, Discovery, everything is a friggin' prequel, right? right? And then redo when they go back in time. And, and redo, like the J.J. movies Vulcan, yeah. are prequels and prequels. Right. People are afraid to push past the unknown. Dude, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. All the movies we have right now, look at what's coming. We have yeah. Terminator, Dark Fate, bringing back Linda Hamilton. Halloween, bringing Good. back Jamie Lee Curtis. We have, we're going back to Ghostbusters 3 and, and picking up after Ghostbusters 2. That female version, oh, that's gone. They're remaking everything and making sequels to 50 years later to these movies. Star Wars even did it. We need these original movies back, man. Yeah, so we, we can have we, some nostalgia in like, 30 years from now. Like Benioff and Weiss like should have – like their story should be – take place timeline-wise after the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Like what happens after that? You know, that's what I'm more interested I in. I wonder if that's going to actually happen. And they, they, we're going to – because they, they said that Knights of the Old Republic video game is actually in development. That was a source. That was right. a big I, – I believe it was – Either BuzzFeed or Huffington Post, one of those outlets. Apologies to the great uh, journalist who, who broke that. But what if it's been – OK. Everybody has been clamoring for Old Republic. Well, I think the fans of the Knights of Old Republic would be really happy to get an adaptation of that. And then Benioff and Weiss goes after the events of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. That would be great. Actually, you just – I want that now. <laughs> I really want that. Um, so look, I you're asking me what, what question do I need answered? I need answered what what undid six movies of of epic storytelling? Yeah, well, and, and that's why I've never been so heated with this because we need Rise of Skywalker. But again, to my caveat, I'm going to be pretty upset and disappointed if that isn't answered because you're right. It is undone. The, f- the very fact – once they announced episode seven – Everything that happened in Return of the Jedi was put into question. Well, where are we going? Right. What is it? Well, I mean, they had plenty of places to go, right? They had a Jedi Academy that was being built. Right. They had like uh, like a new government to be built. Right. And again, I know we've talked about it on this show so much, but I go back to the Thrawn trilogy and Heir to the Empire. Like Heir yeah. to the Empire, you know, whether you like the story or not, I personally love the story. Well, I loved it too. It, it's a great like – imagination or, or thought experiment of what happens after the events of, of Return of the Jedi. And it right. makes – everything is very, very logical. Yeah. It, it all makes sense. Right, right, you know? right. Like where The Force Awakens were thrown into a world where the Empire is now called the First Order, the mm-hmm. – the, um, the, the Republic is called the Resistance even though they're still a Republic. Right. right. That's again, and that goes into my last question. Yeah. What's, what's the, the government? What's the government? The what's knows? the what's the political? Because I need that. Because yes, I I understand in the crawl, and I like it that the that the first order arose through the ashes of the empire. I buy that. We're going to get a little bit of action on that in the Mandalorian because right. there's going to be 
galaxies in chaos. There's going to be remnants of the Empire that still believe and still are, are bucking for power. Which is what Heir to the Empire had, it, right? Heir to the Empire had that. And I think Force Awakens actually did a pretty decent job, for me at least, explaining that. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. It's the resistance that I don't get. Like why – so why is Leia and all these people fighting and, and, and the Republic is hanging out there because – Leia was right. You all got blown right. up. In the Hosnian system. In the waiting, Hosnian system. Right. Waiting to blow up. So I need, I need to know because right now it's so vague and I put the blame squarely on JJ and Lawrence Kasdan with this one. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, wait a minute. And, 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 and less so on Ryan Johnson because I don't think Ryan Johnson had that ability because Force Awakens ends with Starkiller base blowing up but First Order going after where they were coming from. And Ray with Luke. So it happens immediately following the events of Force Awakens. So Ryan Johnson only had so much he could do in, in, in terms of storytelling. So this whole thing about what's the government like, because that's what I really loved. It made sense in the original trilogy. Yeah. It was very easily set up because it's like, you know, dictatorship and, you know, rise to power, all powerful, you know, supreme leader. No, that's Supreme Leader Snoke. But you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, but it was very much like an oppressive regime. It was oppressive very easy. regime. It was it's really easy, easy to follow. To, yeah, easy to follow. Easy to follow. And then the prequels, granted, were a little confusing, I'm sure, for kids who might have seen yeah. it. But I was able to, you know, follow along. And I personally liked that about even yeah, yeah. when I saw I mean, the look, movies. We know for, we know that E.T. was, uh, you know, the shirt is canon. Yeah. Do yep. we know what the species name of E.T. is? I don't know. I don't know what the species name. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've ever said it. Yeah, but uh, I don't think they ever have either. But Sweaty's out there. Are we wrong? Put those comments in. Yeah. Go easy on the gotcha, would you? Um, <laughs> right. uh, but that's the last question. What is this government like? Because you just touched on it with like the undoing of things you want to know about. For me, that's the whole point of the trilogy because why would you have – I mean, listen, Return of the Jedi was wrapped up with a neat little bow. Yeah, it really was. It, it was. So was Souls Revenge of the Sith. Well, I mean, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was wrapped up. Like you it was knew. wrapped up, but we knew because we yeah. know the we know the original trilogy. We know how things started. Right. And Revenge of the Sith took us right to that point. Yeah. Yeah. You so know? I, I agree with that. Yeah. So and, and it wrapped like, up pretty nicely. Even though, uh, and I've talked about it on the earlier episodes of this show, my biggest Star Wars regret is not seeing Vader destroy the Jedi more explicitly. Yeah. You know, like Vader hunted down the Jedi, right? right. Like, you know, that's the quote. We didn't really see that. Yeah. You know, we didn't really get to see Vader hunting the Jedi. I wonder if we'll get that in some uh, Obi-Wan series. Maybe. That's a good point. Maybe. I would love that. But, uh, yeah, those are the questions. Those are the questions we have. And uh, that's the show, man. That's, that's it. That's it, huh? Yeah, we are a, we are a past an hour. Another happy landing? Another happy landing in another episode of Rule of Two, episode 56. In the books, in your face, in your ears. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Mark Fernandez. That was fun as always. Yeah, yeah it was great. Look, um, those are our theories. You know, like yeah. let us know what you think. Um, are we off base? Are we are are, are we sparking a new dialogue? Yeah, or, you know, some ideas. What do you think about the concept of the first six movies? Is cutting down the tree. I love it. See, that's the I new love trilogy. That, the yeah. new trilogy is about tearing out the roots, yeah. right? Did we get that? Have we really gotten that in the new trilogy? We haven't gotten that, but I think Rise of Skywalker, that's the, that's the heavy lifting it's going to have to do. I totally agree with you. And maybe those roots have to do with the Emperor, but more side 
more of the dark side. And like Snoke, Snoke is the linchpin here. Like, yeah. are you gonna like forget Snoke existed? <sighs> then, then you're just feeding into everybody's disdain and criticism and cynicism and dislike for these new sequels. I, I I can't disagree with that because if we walk away from Rise of Skywalker and Snoke was a passing mention without any kind of real answer, I, got I can't I, I imagine would be, they would I would do be that. upset. Yeah, I, I can't imagine either. And I think because JJ is coming back, um, he, he's going to give us some answers. I think he will. Yeah. I, I think the Emperor, or at least the version of the Emperor, whatever it is, I think that there is going to be an answer connected to Snoke somehow. Because you know. I'll, I was a huge Lost fan. We've talked about that on the show. God, uh, I love Lost so much. A, a lot. And yeah. I was satisfied with the answers we got in Lost. I was end. too. You know? I was too. And Lost is the epitome of the mystery box. I have no idea what the hell is going on up until the last second. Yeah. The speculation was bigger for Lost than I think anything ever. Yeah, because you can, can – no streaming. No – yeah, yeah. We would have to wait a week. Yeah, this is only like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was crazy to think about. Yeah. And um but I do feel and even though I know Carlton Cuse was really the, you know the one in charge there with uh, Damon Lindelof and yeah. JJ wasn't really super involved in the latter episodes so I've heard. Yeah, I heard that too. Um but in any case the ending did give you I think a satisfying conclusion. It gave me closure. It so, surely did. I think JJ knows that everybody loves Revenge of the Sith. There's a lot of people that love Return of the Jedi as well. That the third movie in the in the Star Wars trilogies are the ones where it all comes together. Right. I have confidence that he's going to give us a good movie, but again, like like you said, like we've said on this show, you don't tell us who Snoke is. Mm. You don't explain that. There's a lot. There's we we've said it. Not just Snoke. There's some some answers to be had. Rise of Skywalker is coming out in December. Let's hope that we all get those answers, that we're all satisfied, and that we can all come together on Rule of Two, on Jedi Council, on any Star Wars podcast out there and have fun with each other. Yeah. Isn't that what's important? Have fun. Love Star Wars. Thank you, everybody. Episode 56 is in the books here on Collider Video, dropping every Monday. This is a pre-tape. We'll be back next week with an all-new live episode. Drop into your comments. Subscribe. Hit that bell to get all the updates here from Collider Video, and we'll see you next week. Rise. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.